My father was one of the most honest people that I know. My husband, on the other side, comes from a family that likes a little larceny. Do you know? <laughs> I mean, you know, they, you know, it's like, you know, they'll take a towel from a hotel and, you know, that kind of stuff. And it's really weird that even on a small level, it's like, don't do that. Do you know, I mean, if you were dating, you would not say, do you steal towels from a hotel? <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> but it's really important to get to know people on that level, not only the people that you date, but the people that you work with, the people that you want to build community with. Hi there. My name is Tessa Lynn Auburn. Welcome to Say Yes to Your Soul. This is where we're going to talk about how you can get past your spiritual plateaus, raise your feminine energy, and express your true self with sparkle. Hello there. Well, we have a really interesting person joining us today. Her name is Yvonne McCoy, and she's a woman's business strategist who helps women entrepreneurs accelerate their profits and their sustainable growth. And she is like a specialist in the areas of uncertainty to certainty and maximizing your genius and talents as you step into your CEO mindset. And I know that some of you aren't yet CEOs and that's okay because there's still going to be some really great nuggets here today. I think you're going to enjoy meeting Yvonne. She's passionate about changing the entrepreneurial business challenges and finding practical solutions. She's really excited about expanded opportunities, income, and she has an extensive amount of business experience. I want to welcome her. Yvonne, hello. Hello. It is so good to be here and talk to your audience that you trust me with them. <laughs> exactly. Well, yeah, I always have a mute button. You know, I can always use that, I'm sure. <laughs> but no, yes, I do trust you. You have a vibe. I like your vibe of trustworthiness. <laughs> You're like, oh, yeah, I believe this woman. Yeah, I know. Like, she could be my auntie or something. I don't know. Maybe exactly. I'm exactly. older. Um, <laughs> I could be your grandmother. There you go. All right. So, Yvonne, I know some of the things we were chit chatting. I think there's some really wonderful topics here that my audience is going to appreciate hearing from you on. But one of the things I like to know a little bit about my guests is, you know, what was it? that called to you or that brought you into what it is you do into living this purpose what called to you i think that you know everybody at a certain point in their life goes i'm ready for me i want to be me i've done all the other things and as you were talking a little bit one of the things that I always go, because I work with mainly women, is, you know, is I explain to them what's called woman's journey to wholeness. And it starts out with the maiden. And when you're a maiden, you're a child, and that's where you get all your limiting beliefs. And you get those beliefs because your family is trying to protect you. Okay, they're met with the best of you know, circumstances. Yes. And then you get into the nurturing stage. Now, the nurturing stage could be a family and kids or a spouse, or it could be your career or your pets, or it could be your older parents. But typically, the focus is still on providing somehow. 
you know? Okay. And we were talking about education with another podcaster and we were saying, you know, you follow these steps, you know, first you go to, you know, elementary school, middle school, high school, college, you get married. I mean, it's like this plan is laid out. And the problem is you can follow all those steps and be totally unhappy. I mean, yes, the steps, sure. the steps don't guarantee you happiness, you know, <laughs> and so after the nurture step comes the warrior stage and the warrior stage, it's kind of a spiritual warrior. There's got to be more. I want to make an impact. I want to, you know, help other people not have the mistakes that I have and to be out there and, you know, that kind of thing. And then the fourth step is the crone, which I am never going to be the crone. I have dubbed that the wise woman, which I may get there someplace, but I'm not going to be the crone. And so, you know, part of my passion is, don't wait till you're like 50 or 60 to decide, you know, I'm ready for me. You can make decisions now about your legacy when you're young and get someplace a lot faster. And I, you know, I always hear the stories about the kids that have the lemonade stand that, you know, for cancer, or they've come up with something that's just like amazing. And they're still in their teens. And I'm like, oh my God, why couldn't I have done that? Exactly. <laughs> yes. So I, that would be the first lesson that I would give you is you're never too young to make an impact. You're never too young to step off that path and say, I was meant for something bigger and better. Exactly. Now, I love this as a first step, right? Like you're never too young. And then how do they do it? How can they know when it's the right path to step off of or the right one to step on to? You know, I think we get into that perfectionist thing. You don't have to know perfectly. You just have to be moving in the right direction. And the reason for that is the reason why life gets complicated is because you can be absolutely certain within yourself, but the world around you is changing. And so what made perfect sense last year may not make, I mean, let's face it. I mean, COVID is a perfect example of that. Who thought we would be totally shut down and have to totally revamp our businesses? The other thing is if you look at trends, like the free gift that I'm going to give you guys is called Accelerate Productivity and Profit with One Small Change. The really big piece of that is the one small change, which is coming up with your dead reckoning, figuring out how to navigate your life towards a direction that you want to go. Okay, But people buy into it because of the productivity. But here's the thing. Productivity actually started as an agricultural concept. How many bushels per acre are we going to get? And then it became an industrial concept. How many widgets per hour, which is where most of us are stuck. And most of the models that we have for our life come from that industrial model. Get a job, get promoted, get a pension. Up that ladder, right? This is it. It's not going it, to, it's not going to happen anymore. Exactly. It is not going to happen anymore. And so, your best asset, your best special ingredient for success is yourself, right? You yeah. may get a job that you love, but you still need to develop yourself because that job may not always be there. So that where you go, so that you've got what you need to move to the next place. Whether you are an entrepreneur or not, you have to have an entrepreneurial mindset. Yes, right. to be like, let's just pause there for a second. So part of that entrepreneurial mindset is to be looking for opportunities. 
Yes. Right. Not like, give me that. Like I, you know, that's where I'm going to take that, not in a competitive way, but in an open, like really connected way. And I know from our previous conversation that one of the things that you're going to say that they need to connect to is their values. So I'd love you to share a little bit more about that. You know, I don't think that decades ago and, you know, that people had some basic values, but they didn't always use them, I don't think, to really guide them because survival was so important. I mean, like my parents came through the Great Depression and I would swear that my mother thought she was starving her entire life. I mean, you know, that was just her mindset. And so her first priority was always, you know, do we have food and how do you get it? And so she made wacky decisions. Like she would drive 10 miles out of the way to save 10 cents on a pound, you know, that that kind of stuff. So I think you have to look at your values as something that are alive, something that's for real, something that you really connect with. And those are the people that you want to connect with that have the same values that you have. And this is a really weird story, but you know, one of my values is extreme honesty. My father was one of the most honest people that I know. My husband on the other side comes from a family that likes a little larceny, you know? (laughs) I mean, you know, they, you know, it's like, you know, they'll take a towel from a hotel and, you know, that kind of stuff. And it's really weird that even on a small level, it's like, don't do that. You know, I mean, if you were dating, you would not say, do you steal towels from a hotel? (laughs) But it's really important to get to know people on that level, not only the people that you date, but the people that you work with, the people that you want to build community with right? Because there are some lines that you're not going to cross. I mean, the big ones are easy. You know, we're not robbing banks. You know, we're not. Right. But when you're really like, this is great, because when you're in relationship with people and you're wanting to align and receive support and give support and create something, if you're in the wrong support group, or you've made connections with people that you're just not really vibing with or gelling with, then what you're going to create is going to have a bad smell. And, you know, that never goes away. You are constantly going to be tested on your values. I mean, something happened recently where I was in a summit. I felt like there was somebody um, that was doing stuff. And I was kind of like, okay, I'm not liking the vibe. Do I stand up for myself and make a stink kind of, Mm -hmm. or do I step back and respect the person whose summit it is and not ruin their summit? I mean, not that I would have ruined it from what I was doing, but you know, you look at those things and I'm like, okay, I'm just going to go with the flow. I'm going to contact this person outside the summit and say, I really don't like what you did. Right. I love that. So you you really, you were professional about it. You knew, you saw something that just really wasn't working and it wasn't in alignment with what you thought you were involved with. And you found a way to have your voice to express what it was you needed to express. I think it's really important that one of your values should be that nobody should ever make you feel bad about yourself. I mean, you know, if for some reason you're walking away and you're feeling bad, then you have to really say, did I give them permission to do this? 
Did I let them do this or did I stand up for myself and say, this is not acceptable to me? And so having boundaries, knowing your values and having boundaries are really hard. And they're particularly hard in relationships because, you know, I think that as women, we are nurturers. And so we go, oh, they can't help themselves or they need my help or, you know, whatever. And sometimes you have to treat yourself as well as you treat other people. I mean, when the one story that I didn't tell you is, you know, with my dead reckoning, when I first used it personally was when I found out I was going to be a grandmother. And I was 440 pounds. I was homebound. I wanted to be an active grandmother. I mean, doctors had said, you're going to die if you don't do something. You have to lose weight, you know. But that was the thing that was important to me, is I wanted to be around to see this kid grow up. And I wanted him to say, I had a great time with my Nana and, and you know, pop, pop and stuff mm-hmm. like that. I lost almost 200 pounds. I kept 150 of it off, right? But here's the thing. I was in a Weight Watchers class, and the leader said, You have to put yourself first. And almost every woman in that room fell off their chair, practically. They went, you know, my kids, you know. Danger, danger. What's everybody going to think? Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I took my daughter to get a pair of sneakers. I said, do you have $200? You have $100 to get two pair of sneakers, right? Mm -hmm. And she was like, I want these fashion sneakers that are like $80, you know. And I'm like, $200, you know, $100 for two pair of sneakers, right? And because she's a clever little thing, she went to the bonus shelf and found herself something for $19, you know, and, you know, (laughs) and meanwhile, I'm like looking around for the cheapest sneakers that I can find. And at that time, I was trying to start exercising, right? And my feet were swelling up and I actually needed good, sturdy sneakers. yes. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm paying $80 for her so she can have fashion and I won't pay $80 for me so I can have a, I mean, it was the first time that it really like really slapped me Mm. in the face, like treat myself as well as I let other people be treated. Yeah, absolutely. And because when you're not doing that, you're actually not in integrity with your own values. That's true. Um, you know, we can't have both. We can't say, oh, it's this way for somebody else, but it's not that way for me. And I'm okay with that. That's a cop out. And I love how, you know, you have the story of the sneakers and you saw yourself in that moment. So what did you wind up doing, Yvonne? I ended up getting some good sneakers for myself. Yes, yes. I mean, I think that the more you do it and see it, and let me be perfectly clear that Our limiting beliefs are really deep rooted. They, even though you say, oh, I see this, they pop up in different situations. I mean, one of the ones that I have hated that I've had my entire life, you know, is that feeling that I'm a fraud or I, you know, I'm not good enough. And so when anybody says to me, that is a great idea, you are brilliant, you're, you know, I can't believe, you know, whatever, my reaction, my knee jerk reaction was, what's wrong with them? I mean, oh, it's like, how can it was, they not see that I'm right. not right? I mean, for it was this just or, yeah, a yeah. horrible, horrible feeling. And it wasn't until several years ago that somebody said something like that. And I was and it popped, you know, popped into my brain. And I thought there's absolutely nothing wrong with her. I like her. She's smart. She's this We're, you know, and I was like, OK, why do I have this? What is going on? It was in that moment that it was like, ah, I'm a mentor. I moved in, I'm not 
necessarily a peer. I'm a mentor. I've experienced things that she hasn't experienced. Mm -hmm. And so I'm making her journey easier. And it was like, I can live that. <laughs> so you really needed to pause for your own self-recognition. Yeah. yeah. We, and not denying who you are in the world. Yeah. yeah. So don't be afraid to shine. Make a mistake and you'll get better and stronger for it. Oh, for sure. You know, we could probably do like three podcasts on that alone, making mistakes. I would love to. <laughs> we have two minutes, I think, though. I think we do. Yes. Yeah, so we're going to wrap up here in a moment. Let me just ask you if there is one last piece. I mean, you're giving all kinds of advice all along here. But if there was something you could say to my audience, a tip or one last piece of advice, what would it be? I think I would say my favorite one, which is it doesn't matter how many times you fall down. It only matters how many times you get up and how fast, because oh. if you, how fast is important. If you can get back, right back, you know, if it takes you a year to get back on the horse, it's going to take you a long time. If you can do it tomorrow, it's much faster. If you can do it today, it's like it never happened. And if you book a call with me to talk about your struggle to coldness. And if you're thinking about being an entrepreneur, I have an additional gift aside from my mini course. Fantastic. And so how do people get a hold of you? They can do bookacallwithyvonne.com. They can get my mini course, which is www.productivitycoach.today. Fantastic. And I'll be sure that we get those in the show notes. So if you're vibing with Yvonne today, she is available and would love to meet you and get you back up on your horse right away. Yep. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm so glad you were with us. This was amazing. I know we have like 20 other things we could be talking about today, but this was really perfect and rich. And I just want to thank you for being you. Well, thank you for all the things that you do and the help that you're giving younger women. I applaud you for that. Thank you, Yvonne. All right, folks, I'm so glad you were listening with us today. As you know, I just want to send you blessings and some rainbow light filling you up, expanding your energy of goodness and kindness to yourself and to the world. Bye-bye for now. Right. If you're hearing this message, you have listened to our newest Say Yes to Your Soul episode all the way to the end. And for that, I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart. I invite you to stay updated with me. And the best way to do that is to sign up for my free gift, Three Steps for How to Reignite Your Soul Fire. And you can get that at tessafreegift.com tessafreegift.com or just go to the podcast website say yes to your soul podcast.com and that's where we have all the episodes and more i wish you an amazing day